Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. We are the hosts of The Unqualified Therapist. We are not here to give you advice. We are here to tell you our stories, share your stories, and bring on the professionals from time to time. Mental health is complicated, and we know that from our personal experience. We believe in professional therapy. Both Sarah and I use that on our own healing journeys. But we also know it isn't one size fits all. The stigma surrounding mental illness can make us feel alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. And you're listening to The Unqualified Therapist Sync. We have a lot of folks zooming in with us uh, who couldn't be here tonight, so they're right there if you <laughs> want to give them a good wave. <laughs> That's my mama. <laughs> so um, actually, I don't think Sarah knows this, but there's a lot of new listeners here. So I'm Amy. What did you just say? Did you say I didn't know there were listeners here? New. Oh, new. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I can clearly see that there are people New. here. New. I, I need to turn my phone off. Hold on. <laughs> we have I our mean, shit together. I man. swear. I swear. We have no. new listeners. There are people here that haven't listened before. Yes. So introduce yourself. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Oh God. I mean, like for being here, like for you being here and you've never <laughs> listened before. They're having fun. <laughs> I'm Sarah. Yes, and as I said, I'm Amy, and we are so happy you're here. Thank you for another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. So we are recording this. This will be live on Thursday for everyone else to hear. And we are just so happy you're here. And we just really want to thank everyone who's here and who listens and anyone who's become a Patreon. You are the people who make it so that we can actually do this work. Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to give a quick shout out. We need shout outs to our Patreons. Yes. So I'm going to start. So thank you, Shayna. Thank you, Kathy. Lori. Mike. He was our first one, by the way. Right there, right there. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Michelle. Mahela. Amber. Christy. Unicorn Marketing, our girl Hope. Boom. Up in Canada. And Angela. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. For those of you that are online checking us out and those of you that are in the audience, if you decide to become a Patreon tonight, you get a free koozie. Um, some of them have my famous quote. Yeah. Where there's a white claw, there's a way. That's right. And that is the only reason I'm sitting here right now without throwing up. <laughs> I swear we're not sponsored it's by how, white claw. It's how, well, we, I think Jesse said we should get sponsored by them. <laughs> so I think we should try. I do. I really do. Is the sound okay? Everybody hear us good? Maybe if we just forget to say therapists at the end, they'll think that we're Anna Ferris, and they'll do it. Oh, Anna Ferris has a podcast called Just Unqualified, so that's not us. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we want to make sure that we thank Dave's Terrace. Um, the cute cookies. Oh, no, those didn't come from there. I'm sorry. No. But the, but the, the really good, the like, ten dozen of beautiful, amazing, delicious cookies. Those are from Dave's Terrace, and they are And they amazing. were donated by them. So they're, yes. we are so grateful. Yes, we want to thank Eaton Park. They also donated a gazillion of their smiley cookies with this being a uh, Pittsburgh-themed show. We wanted to make sure we had the Pittsburgh goodies, and so we have the Eaton Park cookies. We also want to thank Pittsburgh Popcorn um, for donating some popcorn. I think Orange Llama got that for us. I I think so. I'm not That's our girl Amber right there. (laughs) Orange Llama Marketing. If you need anything in Pittsburgh, she is your girl to go to. I'm not even kidding you. Like, incredible. Schneider's Tea. I think that was also Orange Llama. That was Orange Llama as well. <laughs> yep. If you need marketing, seriously, Amber Giannone, Check her out. Orange Llama Marketing. Also, we have our um, we have Amber here in Pittsburgh. We also have our marketing team, our unicorn marketing company in, in Canada, in freaking Vancouver, which is yes. like my favorite. I haven't been there, but it's my favorite place in the world. We like having I a really connection there, there in case the Handmaid's Tale comes true. Yes. Hope said she'd take us in. Yes. Yeah. So you guys can so come we're with running. Us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Get a connection so you can go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Wow. So, you know, this is incredible for us. Um, we wanted to just talk a little bit about why we even started this, especially since we have some new friends out there. Um, it is a mental health podcast, and the reason that we started it is pretty serious, and the way that we do it is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's a really good <laughs> yeah, so, explanation of what it is. I have been diagnosed when I was 18 with anxiety and depression. My husband struggled for years with bipolar and passed away two years ago from his disease, And so my whole thing was there's something has to be done because the system's broken and people aren't talking about it and they're being shamed into silence. So that's where this crazy ass podcast came from for me. (laughs) Sarah's got her own shit. For me, I have probably been um, on the loop of mental mental illness for probably my whole life, but uh, just recently diagnosed in the last... Um, You can laugh about any of the serious shit. That's what we do. I know. We laugh. Please. Okay, okay, we're going to give you permission. You can laugh when we talk about, like, how bonkers we are sometimes, so... Yeah. Um, It's it's okay. But, uh, yeah, I have anxiety. I have major depressive disorders. Actually, treatment-resistant major depressive disorder. So I am actually trying to convince this one to let me do an episode on alternative ways to get rid of that, which includes some psychedelics, and <laughs> she's not down with me. <laughs> I don't think she'll that. come back alive. Like, if she goes down to the Amazon or whatever, with Mike was going to go with her, we'd, be, we'd make it. Randy and I would be stuck by ourselves with four kids. No, not we, happening. We would make it. I know Mike and I would come back, at least alive. I don't know what would happen. So, so mentally or this physically, has been an argument between the four of us for quite some time. Yes. So, yeah. Anyways, maybe yeah. we'll do an episode on it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we will. And I'm gonna. I'll be the subject matter. I can't. Go ahead. I Go ahead. Can't. Ayahuasca, <laughs> psilocybin. I'm down for it. Um, if anybody knows where I can do that legally here, that would be great. <laughs> I do know, and I told. Forget it. Oh yeah. Moving on. Because we'll you're see. not doing it. So moving on. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways. Um, yeah, I got to that mess through 
kind of a long line of really fun, traumatic big T traumas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I lost my brother when I was a, a child. He was in a car accident and my father, um, passed from colon cancer. Uh, and I, myself had breast cancer um, and lost both my boobs, which was <laughs> very <See> traumatic. <laughs> Her boobs are gone. They're gone, yes. I have them back through a nice uh, reconstruction surgeries. I am still nippleless, though, so we're working on looking at something, you know. Tattooing. Buying some nipples sometimes, so. You see those like two for one anywhere. The people who I'm have never heard this are probably like, what the actual <laughs> fuck did I get myself into? Yeah. Uh, Michael, could we get some like background music or something? Because I'm it's feeling so very... quiet. Can you make it happen? Quiet. No, we don't want you to sing. Maybe no. put theirs. <laughs> Maybe put their stuff on a little low, like real low. Go talk to them over there. We record with oh, music before, behind us. Oh so. my god! What? What? Simply social. Oh my Jesus! Our girls, Monique and Bridget. Whoa! <laughs> Did you guys have fun taking pictures? So All right. after this is over, you have another however long, and I don't know how if long we we're shut up. Talk, if we shut up to take more pictures, and they are incredible. We came in here one day to get new pictures taken and just kind of fell in love with the place and fell in love with them. Yes. They are amazing. The fact that our first live shows here is just, its I don't know, it's so special. Yes. Women-owned, small biz in Pittsburgh. Can't get much better than that. That's right. Yes. Women supporting women. That's right. (laughs) Right. Humans supporting humans. The human fund. There you go. Humans. Yes. Thank you. Seinfeld reference, nobody? No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, a few people. Uh, just a few. Just a few. All right, so here's the deal. Um, we were a hot fucking mess before this. I think it's hilarious when people think we have our shit together. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got like 22 messages from people, and I'm like, I'm not okay. <laughs> like, I don't really know what to do, because all these people are coming, but like, I'm not okay. <laughs> No, no. Can I just take a longer nap? Nope. I just, listen, I'm so thankful because it's usually the other way around where, like, I can come out and talk to everybody and Amy's, like, hiding in a corner and, you know, I have to, like, it's like, it's okay, it's okay, we can do this. And it was the complete opposite tonight, so I'm really sorry if I didn't come out and, like, hang out as much because I was trying not to throw up and cry at the same time. So thank you for forgiving me for that in advance if you did (laughs) (laughs) and I was fine really about the whole event just the details until a certain someone Mike Hilliard said to me that guy back there um are you nervous about like getting up there and performing because you know you've never done anything like that before I was like what the actual fuck asshole like Now I think about it, so that's all I can think of in my head is what he said to me. Because he's like, Sarah's a singer, and I'm a drummer. And I was like, just because I don't have musical talents doesn't mean I don't speak in front of people. <laughs> we have very supportive exactly. partners. Every day, I put on a show as a teacher yeah. Yeah. for children. <laughs> the youth of America. All right. So because there are new people here, we forgot one more. Our partners. Oh, yeah, those guys. I would feel like an asshole if I did. Those <laughs> gents. 
Those gents in the back, one of them who can talk to anybody and the other one who is probably anxious. Um, that's <laughs> Love you too, babe. So thank you, Randy. What? <laughs> anxious guy. Yes, everybody look at him right back there. He's, yes. And he's a sweetie because he's wearing his hot pink shoes. He wears those for me, for my breast cancer journey. So, Oh, he's going to model. Oh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So this past Halloween, we went as I was Mugatu and he was Derek Zoolander. I have I never seen things. my husband nail the Zoolander walk. And the fact that he's not an ambi-turner and only turns left. It was phenomenal. He, he did a great job. It was so a I little s- scary. I said to her, I said, you know, I've never seen that. She goes, you would fucking hate it. That, yeah, I was like, you'll hate it. Don't watch it. So I'm not going to watch it. That's not my brand of humor. No. She doesn't like the, the stupid humor. I hate it so much. Mm, whatever. So, wait, let's talk about the last time we were here, please. Can we, can we please, can I tell the story? So if you've li- listened to our podcast, you know the story. If you have not, this is your first time hearing. Go so, on. Okay, the last time on. we were here taking pictures, um, we hit up all of the booths, and when we get to the end, we're like a sweaty mess. Because I don't know if you guys were like getting like, it gets hot, because like, you're like posing, and well, we were. We were like, wow, and <laughs> doing all kinds of Trying crazy stuff. Trying to do stuff. model walks? Yeah. That's fucking harder than it looks on TikTok. Yeah. Those yeah. model walks where you pick your leg up, and you're like walking. Yeah, I need nah. like a, we needed like a 12-year-old to come in and teach us how to take <laughs> proper pictures. <laughs> Because they got it down. <laughs> I know what they're oh, doing. Lily would be embarrassed. She would never. Oh, I know. Okay. So we, so we started here and we went all the way around and came up to the front where there's this lemon when life gives you lemon boots. And as you can see, there's a hammock in there. I thought, how cute. Yeah. She's like, oh, there's a hammock. And then she says these words. I think it would be disastrous if I got into this. And I'm thinking, yes, it would. I turned around to put the, like, Because in my brain, let me tell you what's happening in my brain. I can do fucking anything. What am I saying? (laughs) I can do this. You can't. So uh, (laughs) I turned around to put the phone in the thing, and I just hear, (laughs) boom. And I immediately hit my clicker to take as many pictures as I could because I knew Amy had fell. And so I turn around and I was dying. It's um, <laughs> It spun her around. And then she somehow ended up the other direction, With though. With my face in the face fake planted grass. In the fake grass. And I'm like, oh, this is how football players feel. Like, yes. That's my thought process. Um, you know that saying, like, a friend will help you when you fall, a best friend will laugh at you when you fall? Like, yeah. So I just laughed and laughed and laughed. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I helped her up. Um, but I feel really, I felt really bad. I had to apologize for laughing because when she sent me a picture of her ass the next day, um, it was like, it was like, if you've seen a league of their own, like when she gets that strawberry thing. on her leg, like that's, it was, it was gross. My entire cheek, the whole <laughs> thing was, so it was bad, but I'll tell you what, when that happened, the adrenaline was just there and I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. <laughs> I just didn't want, I didn't really, it was Monique who was here, I didn't want her to see me, I was like, I'm fine, nothing happened. <laughs> Did anybody see that? I'm like, we're but the only ones has, in here. That has been a nice little pattern in my life recently. Um, you've been falling a lot. I, like, I feel like you should probably get 
checked out or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this one's new. Yeah, I have one of those too. You. I don't know. We, it's, we were, we're rec- a mess. We were recording and I wanted to use her. My back was hurting a little wheelie thing. If you've ever done the yoga wheel, it's phenomenal. So I tried to get on it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Instead, I, I don't know. I wheeled off, landed in a box and hurt myself here. Had the wheel come up on my arm and she said, again, all I hear is like this big thud and I turn around and I just see her feet sticking up in the air. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? Are you okay? And then I had to stop. I was like, okay, are you okay? And she's like, I'm, I'm okay. And I was like, okay. And then I laughed and laughed. So I really was upset because I thought Randy would come running to save me. And he texted, no. oh, I just figured Amy fell again. <laughs> because I've also fallen backwards out of my chair. I was just stretching. I forgot about that one. I snore when I laugh. I both swear to God, guys. I'm a snorter. If you listen and you hear the snorts, that's me. I don't uh, even know. I don't even know what's wrong with me, but that's what, that's what happens. Well, you fell at the beach, too. How many people listen to Reality Bites? Are that episode? You guys listen to, yeah. No? no? Nobody? Oh, you did? You're supposed to raise your hand. <laughs> okay, so just a few of you. So the beach with six children is hell on earth. Yeah. Just period. End of story. There's no story to that. It was just awful. And I just had this thought, like, I found a bike in the garage. I was like, if I sneak out on this bike, I'll have a few minutes to myself. Well, once I got on the bike and I got the hang of it, one of those beach cruisers, I was like, I am such a fucking baller, man. Like, I can ride a bike. Like, I haven't ridden a bike in years, but look at me go. So I, like, travel all around, end up on the highway. It's just a bad situation. Like, who ends up on the highway on a was, bike, like, by accident? It's, like, clueless. The worst part is I was in my pajamas. <laughs> Like, I hated what was happening in that house so much that I just, like, took off. No phone, no wallet, nothing. I just left. So, okay, I... So, okay, after my two bike rides in those mornings, I think I'm a professional. There's no room for me on the golf cart to get to the beach. And I said, no problem, guys. I'll ride my bike. But I also have my beach bag right here. And so I'm like going along, (laughs) I'm going along and to get to the beach, there's little boardwalks with like a barrier right here because they don't want the golf cart to go there. So you have to go around it. And it was like one of those split second decisions. Like, do I go left? Do I go right? I don't fucking know. So I went left. (laughs) All of a sudden, because of the bag's weight, I feel it. And it was like slow motion. It was like, oh, 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 oh. fell into trees and bushes and my bag went flying and the bike is landed on me and I am like oh my god I thought I was a professional <laughs> no not at all and then I did that whole thing of like I'm fine I'm fine like I get <laughs> so I get back to the beach finally I take a picture of it my leg is busted up like busted like, you had spokes in like spoke bruises in your leg already so, so when we're packing up to leave to go home from the beach, I'm like taking the beach bag apart. There's leaves in the bag from the tree. Oh my god, you're such a jackass. Oh my god. I really am. But that's okay. Oh, All yeah. sober, by the way. 
stone sober. That could yeah. be the problem. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there needs if, to at least be an explanation of this, huh? of that. Huh? So there needs to at least be an explanation. Like, did you, did you drink breakfast? Nothing. Really? Sober. Water. Coffee. That's it. Interesting. Just Interesting. overconfidence. Yeah. <laughs> Like a lot of overconfidence. I do that a lot too. I have like an unearned amount of confidence for things like that I shouldn't like have. This, yeah. Or like, oh, you have to get that imposter syndrome Sorry. where like, who are we? Yeah. We shouldn't be doing anything like no. this. We were like, oh yeah, we can talk to people. I know. With them in front of us. And then we were like, <laughs> nope. All right. Nope. You think it's time? Yeah. Take some questions. All right. So we do have a topic tonight, but we were going to also share a little bit about what you guys said was weird and wild. That's what we ask our interviewees uh, every time that they're done talking about what is weird and wild about you. And since this is Pittsburgh themed and we are in our hometown, um, these are great. So, okay. What is wild and weird about Pittsburgh? How small Pittsburgh really is? It so is. I'm not sure if they mean like the six degrees of separation thing. Yes, I think that's because what it, it is. Because it takes fucking... Tw- 30 minutes to get two miles. Yeah, no, that's, I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they're saying like six degrees of separation. Because I was just talking with Jess the other day about how you and I both know each other, but not through Jess, even though she's our mutual friend. (laughs) This one made me laugh. And we are neighbors. What the fuck? You're not even listening to me. You're not even listening to me. (laughs) (laughs) We cut this out normally. Whatever, it's fine. I'm just going to open it. edit. I'm just going to. Away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sarah. It's okay. I'm all right. But it's funny. Nicole right. said the hills. My friend from Ohio gets sick every time she visits. <laughs> I get carsick and I live here. My sister does too. <laughs> I never thought about this. Wait, what? I never thought that that's wild and weird, and it totally is. What? A place for shopping called the Strip District. You're right. Oh, my God. (laughs) The Strip District. It didn't even, like, phase me because I just grew up with it. That's fucking funny. (laughs) It took me a second. I wasn't, like, processing it quickly. I mean, this is just, I guess, in and of itself, like, all of it. The South Side. South Side, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Straight, wild, and weird. I agree with that. Oh, this is one of my favorites. What's wild and weird? Oh, yeah. Chairs reserving parking spaces. Does anyone do that here? Yes. I almost stood out there right now so Sarah could get a yeah, good she's space. like, do you want me to stand in this space? Didn't <laughs> seem like, weird to me at all. No, I'm good. I'm going to save those till later. Okay. All right. Do you want to do take some, of these? Yeah. Gonna... I will do two of these and then we'll talk about bridges. Our topic. What made you want to start a podcast? Well... I think both of our, our mental health journeys and the lack of support and information that's out there from like a real standpoint. Cause we talked a lot about, sorry, I have like some hair in my mouth <laughs> that's coming from my microphone. It's probably my dogs. Um, anyway, we talked about a, a lot how the system failed us and failed her husband and failed me and, um, how all of the, 
information out there about mental health is just very like serious and it's this you know somber conversation but like we're real fucking people and we struggle and like we have to be able to laugh about that and we also have to talk about things that people don't want to talk about um so that everybody knows that was was really it we were just gonna talk about everything nobody wanted to talk about and piss as many people off as we could just kidding (laughs) um no Uh, so that people out there who couldn't talk about it in this particular spot in their life didn't feel like they were the only ones yes absolutely yeah you pick the next one Alrighty then where's the music michael i know he left too Wayne Gretzky, I, Michael Scott, I Michael Hill. Thank him. Um, <laughs> oh, interesting. What do you do, or what will do you, you do if you can't decide on a topic? Oh, so, <laughs> go ahead. That's happened. No, go ahead. Well, it's happened before, and our best podcasts, our most listened to podcasts, are the ones where we literally sit down and look at each other and we're like, "Uh, what should we talk about <laughs> first? Yeah. And like, then we uh, just are like, okay, okay, and our wheels are spinning, and then we're just like, yeah, that's a good one. And then we just start talking. Um, sometimes we do a lot of research, and sometimes we don't, and mm-hmm. it seems to be the one, <laughs> the ones that we less like. research that people like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I think we'll never run out of topics. I thought we would, but we're not going to. Your daughter actually asked, she's like, when you run out of like talking about all your traumas, what are you guys going to talk about? And we she, were like, don't worry, honey. She got up here yesterday and she's like, hi, I'm the unqualified therapist and I talk about my trauma for a living. I was like, thanks, daughter. I love you. Love you, baby. All right. Oh. Ooh. Come on now. Ooh, them's fighting words. You're going to start a fight. Um, well, I mean, this isn't really fair because Jesse and I eat the best pizza in Pittsburgh together. We go off like one Friday's this, the next Friday's this, the next time. But it's, I think it's between Minio's and um, uh, Fiori's. I don't know. I'm gluten-free. <laughs> Minio's has gluten-free. Not by choice. So pizza sucks to me. I yeah, used to it tastes love it. like cardboard. It's disgusting. All right, last one. Oh my god, that's a big one. <gasps> I don't even know how. What to are your do, top three to favorite concerts that you have ever attended? Uh, Roger Waters for me from Pink Floyd. They, he did the whole Dark Side of the Moon album, and then did an intermission, and then came back and did all of his like stuff, his solo stuff. It was freaking amazing, um, and. The whole stadium was filled with smoke. It was indoors. <laughs> so I didn't even have to bring any with me. I just got really, really high from the contact. But yeah, it was phenomenal. That's that's one of mine. What about you? I mean, I went to that concert, See Here Now, in Jersey, on the beach with my sister a couple years ago. And we're going again this year. I mean, a concert on the beach, like with the ocean right there. Seeing like, like this year I'm seeing Pearl Jam and... If you're old like me, Ani DeFranco, which I'm so excited yeah. about. Smashing Pumpkins, like Yvette Brothers. So that's my favorite concert. Um, OAR, there's so many of those that are in my favorites as well. Ziggy Marley on the beach is my second. Yeah. That was freaking amazing. And look, you're right, on the beach. It makes all the difference. It does. I couldn't tell you one thing Ziggy Marley sings, but I was like, yeah, oh, this is great. I'm on the beach. <laughs> I'm on the beach. There's music. This is phenomenal. Yeah. 
So, and then I guess the last one would be the one that we most recently went to. I agree. That's my third favorite concert ever in my life. Wait, you weren't with me. Oh, we're talking about two different concerts. I'm going to give you a chance to catch up to me and know Wait, what I'm going to say. did I go with you? I'm going to give you a chance to catch up to me and know what I'm going to say. <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, my God. My boyfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. There yes. was that one. Johnny and the Razor Blades. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo! Definitely. My third favorite. It takes the village to raise an Amy. <laughs> Thank you for your help, ma'am. You're 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 quite welcome. That's why we're partners. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, trivia. How many bridges are in Pittsburgh? Yeah, four hundred and something. Tressa, do you know? Yes. yes! Right on you the know money! You know your trivia. Yes! Tressa or- has a podcast, Yins Are Good, and she asks her husband, who I'm going to probably embarrass because he's probably like, really, don't point me out, um, who's here with her, and <laughs> listen, if I have to feel sickly nervous, so do you. Uh, <laughs> but she'll ask him questions, and he has to decide what neighborhood it is, and uh, it's so she's, she knows all the Pittsburgh trivia. We'll be on there soon. Yes. Yes. But you got to check her out. Yins are good. She's always talking to people who are doing really great stuff around the Berg. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So 446. So that is part of how we came up with our topic. Um, I was pretty proud of myself. I came up with the topic. So it, or the title, excuse me. That's usually a Sarah thing. (laughs) Yeah. It says burning, burn Bridget. No. Wait, what? Burning Bridges. Boundaries or by like B Y E like bye bye Felicia. <laughs> so we had a discussion recently about you know I I am one who wants to just burn every fucking bridge down and just be like peace the fuck out all of you not to, you not you but to the people <laughs> who upset me or hurt me or hurt the people I love somebody needs in oh. Um, so it wasn't your mom joke. It was literally your mom. So it was interesting (laughs) doing this research because, um, the research lines up with Jesse Marsh who says never burn a bridge. Um, but I still think that there are times that you should do that. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, boundaries or burning bridges and when that's appropriate. And again, the unqualified part is legit, guys. We have no yeah, we are not. Clue. We did some research. That's about it. And we live we, a life. Yeah. <laughs> we what? Live a life. Oh, right, right. So we have experience doing that. That's yeah. what you're saying. That's yeah. What you're saying. So, you know. It, oh, I did find the origin. Oh, so, you did? A burning bridge. I started to look it up. I have ADHD as well. I told her this well. twice, but we've been working until like 2 in the morning, so we're so tired that we're not understanding <laughs> words. So, uh, the origin is military, it's a military term. So it's burning a bridge leaves the army to an open attack. So burning a bridge means to act in a way that destroys any chance of returning to the way things were. So you burn the bridge, they can't get to you, that sort of thing. So, I mean, a burning a bridge is like final, like final. Yeah. Forever. Like you don't, that's, you're done. Yeah. Have you burned a bridge? I thought I did until, yeah, I guess I have. Because if I think about it, I'd never be able to get a job there again. Can you tell us about it? 
<laughs> you don't have to say where. Yeah, it was one. Of, it was the worst job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was in this town, um, <clears throat> and I barely made it through. And then around March, I thought, no fucking way, am I doing this anymore? So I went in there and told her what I thought about the way she was Not running. Not March things. this year. Huh? Not March of this year. That it's like 10 years ago. Okay. I just wanted you to clarify so that people didn't think your current job was 10 years ago. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> 11 years. No, 13 years ago. God, I'm old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm 39 for like two more weeks. I just, I have to. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. It's fair. I love my 40s. <laughs> So welcome to the club, <sighs> sister. So, yeah, I mean, I just basically, I knew that there was no way that I could ever work there again, and I didn't want to have anything to do with her or her system or her school or her, I never wanted to be there again. So I was just like, yeah, I think you're terrible. And she was like, I think you're terrible too. <laughs> oh, damn. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> That's a lot of terribles. Uh, so... She was super pissed, though, when I told her that I had landed another job, because she was like, what do you mean? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to West Mifflin. Be jealous. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to a real district, not this charter shit. So, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's really just this one woman in this one school. So I did burn that bridge. She would, I mean, she would never in a million years, like, be cool with me doing anything that had to do with her. So that's a burge, 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 yeah. uh-huh. a bridge that I burnt. Yeah. If you put bridge and burnt together, it's burge, burge. Okay. How about you, Sarah? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, why don't you crack another one? I'm going to. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I told in detail. Oh, have you listened to Gaslighter, our episode? Yeah. yeah. That's like, um, if you didn't fill it out, that's like our number one listen to yeah. episode. One of them. No. One of them. Scott's story is number yeah. one. But yeah. then, yeah, Gaslighter's up there. Um, Jill, if you're familiar with the episode, that is a bridge that I burned with, uh, you gotta give a quick synopsis for the people here who just yeah. met us. I mean, I took like lighter fluid and a flamethrower to that. Business partner turned psychopath. Yeah, it was... Okay, so this is another thing we're going to talk about, too, with this, is that you can burn that bridge a little bit at a time. <laughs> yeah. Until you look around, and then you're like, oh, fuck, that thing is blazing. Um, but business partner who... Um, we opened a business together, and four months later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, so it's her fault. Yeah, which was... Totally my fault because I was taking all kinds of attention from her and because, you know, poor cancer girl. Um, and <laughs> they, it was just, oh, it was terrible. She just kept telling, you're never here. I was like, do you mean for the six weeks after I had my tits chopped off? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> because if that's what you're referring to, no, I wasn't here because I was at home feeling like death i mean i don't know and trying not to die uh so yeah that was fun and then um she just started telling everyone i didn't do anything i think kind of planting the seed a little bit and then i had had so much buildup with this particular relationship because it was so toxic and i had been holding everything in and then i legit had uh what do we want to call it 
Um, like uh, a nervous breakdown. A nervous breakdown. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. I had um, celebrities say, like, I needed some rest. Um, so <laughs> that was some time in treatment center. Yes, I, so I did. I checked into a, a, a mental health facility. Uh, if you ever need one, I definitely There's recommend. There's only one in Pittsburgh we recommend. And that's St. Clair Hospital. If you and ever I, need one, uh-huh. we've been to all of them. I have been to every single one. St. Clair is the to take, only yeah. one to take anybody to. Side yeah. note. Yeah. You got to tell stories about admitting Scott at some point in some of those places. Uh, yeah. This is why, because the system is broken. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so St. Clair, I went there, and um, I was there for about six days, came out, and then she was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do this with you anymore. So, And I had a surgery coming up in like three weeks um another reconstruction surgery and she's like so either you take the business or i take it but we're not going to do this together anymore you choose i said you know i'm having surgery i can't do that um and she's like just ask one of your friends to do it with you and i was like own a business like just be like hey hey aim the girl that i haven't talked to in like two years because she wouldn't let me talk to you you want to own a business with me yeah you want to do that no thanks no so right. I was like, all right, I guess it's yours, even though this was my idea, but okay, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so I was like, so she said, but I still want to be friends with you. I yeah, still want to be off. best friends with you. And I was like, well, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, so, and she's like, but I'm capable of not talking about work with you. Like, we can just have a totally separate friendship. I was like, you're missing the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> like, there could not be a bigger target on where you're, yeah, throwing the axe there. But yeah, so I was just like, that's, nope, sorry, don't really ever want to see you, speak to you. I was, I was not happy. I, I probably threw a little bit of a temper tantrum as an adult. <laughs> not a temper yeah, tantrum, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. but it so was more we'll like. Ne- we'll never see her again. Yeah. And I'm very happy Peace for out. it. Yeah. Uh, she fired me like two minutes later, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, uh, I don't really think you're right in the brain because she's a gaslighter. So that was what we were, yeah. that's what I'm getting to is the fact that building brown- boundaries with someone who gaslights or is toxic uh, is near impossible. So in most situations, you can build these boundaries, which I have the definition in case you're not sure. Jesse could teach a whole damn lesson on this. Um, <laughs> that's my friend Jesse Marsh, and she has the best boundaries in the planet with people, and I never understand it because I just want to be like, can I just tell them goodbye forever? She's like, nope. <laughs> that's it. That's not how it works. I need help then. You got to yeah. help me out. So, it's like with family. Personal boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. And I think Brene Brown said it a little bit easier. What is okay and what is not okay? Yeah. That's basically it. Like, this is not going to work anymore, and therefore, if we want to have this relationship, like, this can't happen. And then if they do it, following up with, like, a consequence. Am I right? <laughs> She's not going to say no. Can it's anybody, my show. like, I'm genuinely curious. Can anybody here say that they can do that well? Oh, good for you. She's Damn. just smiling. She's not raising her hand. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> so I think it's really hard because I'm a people pleaser and I'm an empath. And so I don't want to hurt anybody's feeling and I want to save everybody from all the things. <laughs> I know. So I know. <laughs> so therapy, like legit therapy, not us. Real therapy with my my lovely therapist, as well as um, being in my forties. Forties are so fun; they're just the fuck you age. Like it's so fun. I love it so much. Um, has made me realize like I can have a hard boundary, and like one that Mike and I actually talked about setting up because if I'm at school, especially as a teacher, like at seven o'clock, I cannot respond to anybody's text mes- text messages nicely or in the way like I love probably every person who's sending me a message but I'll be like so rude to you if I respond so I think I'm gonna that's my boundary like I can't respond and I think I'm gonna say if you're dying or I need to help you out of a situation now call me I think that's a good boundary I think that's what I'm gonna do because I I am just like from the, the input of the day yeah. I'm like, I can't take anymore. Yeah. So if you just want to chit chat with me, that can't happen. I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> See, I, that is, I have to get like a hard stop line too. Mine's saying no. I can't say no when somebody asks me to do something. I know, but here's the problem. Ooh, where did I say this about Brene? We love Brene Brown, by the way. I'm obsessed. I have a girl crush on her. If we could have lunch with anyone, it would be her. If yes. you have not, if you don't know who that is, you need to check out her book. She's just like <sighs> fucking amazing. Her book, Gifts of Imperfection, Saved My Life. It's what I read in the uh, rest uh, spa. <laughs> Are you pretending to be famous? I am. I don't think we're famous yet. No, not Soon. even a little bit. Soon. I said I said yesterday as I was freaking out about setting this place up, Mike was like, how are you going to go on the road like this? I said, I will have people do these things for me, and I will be at the hotel sipping my ties. My ties. Because that's what I'm manifesting out there, people. Do it. So... I want that quote from her. I love it's, it so much. You put much. it here. No, that you can read that one, but that's not what I wanted. Oh, here it is. What boundaries need to be in place for me to... This is like the kind that she decides. So what boundaries need to be in place for me to stay in my integrity and make the most generous assumptions about you? Because otherwise, like, people who don't set boundaries get bitchy and grumpy about things they said were okay to do. And I'm like, you should have said no. Like, I don't want to deal with that repercussion later. Yeah, don't do that to me. I hope I don't do that to you. I hope not. I don't like that. I feel like I I can say no to you. I think think we're getting better at saying no. Yeah. Um, And that's the part is that people have a hard time asking for help. And that's the reason is because people can't say no and then they hold it against you for life that was a and then jill- you owe them that was something. a jillism too that was another thing that was like super hard with jill she would be like you know absolutely i'll do this i'll do that and then after everything i do for you <laughs> i was like jesus so um oh when we were at that camping retreat i yes. don't remember where that quote came from but one of the women said if it doesn't, if it doesn't fill your heart or your wallet, the answer is no. 
I've seen stuff like that a lot recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's still hard for me to say that. Same. I still want to help people and love them. I know. But that's what I feel like. So so we were talking a lot about, too, another one of my favorite people is Glennon Doyle. And she doesn't answer her phone at all. There's no messages ever answered, like, at all. And she doesn't really leave her house. But she puts out amazing books and amazing podcasts. And I said to Sarah, if we're going to continue this, we can't deplete ourselves with bullshit. And so, like, depending upon, you know, what your job is or what you're doing in your life, like, you have to really protect your energy if you're going to do that well. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard. I know. And I do deplete myself with bullshit. None of it comes from the listeners, though. I just want to say that because... Oh, no. Anything that we get from you guys... messages are my favorite thing on the planet. Because I'll be laying in bed being like, this is the dumbest idea I ever had. I just want to cancel the podcast. We're just talking out in just black space. Like, there's nothing out there. And then I'll get this message that's like... I'll be like, holy shit, what? And it's making a difference. And that just, like, brings me so much joy and it's you know and it makes me purpose i suppose yeah we have to remember that and keep remembering that and everybody should remember that is that there are people being affected by your presence and what you do on the daily that you have no idea about and all the time all the time do you want to read that one because that's good too well i'm in love with her so yes i feel like i have to say it like her that's your girlfriend that's your lady friend she's from texas do you think i can do it Please don't try. <laughs> we already had one person leave. Let's not have anybody else leave. <laughs> My anxiety's so up because she left. I'm so nervous. Why? Listen, I grew up in West Virginia. I think I got it. Okay, go. <clears throat> Boundaries are freaking important. They're not fake walls. <laughs> They're not separation. Boundaries are not division. They are respect. <laughs> they are here Here's what's okay for me, and here's what's not. I know. That's what she said. That though. That's what she said though. So it's you say it again nicer. Um, Boundaries (laughs) are freaking important. They are not fake walls. They're not separation. Boundaries are not division. They're respect. They're what's okay for me and what's not. And God, why do you not learn that when you're younger? Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I ever got that lesson from my parents, but. I read something when we were looking this up um, that said, oh, I think I actually took a screenshot because, you know, that's how you take notes these days. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that's not even a little bit what it is. I, n- nope, mm-mm. nope, I didn't take a screenshot. Okay, so they said, <laughs> I thought I could get the exact wording, but anyone who doesn't respect your, or wait, all right, I'll look for it. You keep going. She'll look for it. Because it's really good. So then I started down this rabbit hole of looking about, like, when you outgrow people, right? So when you're in your 40s, you also, like, outgrow people, and you outgrow work situations, and you outgrow family members, and how to handle that. And basically, you kind of just, like, lower the expectations of the relationship. You just keep it at more of a base level of... What did you watch on Netflix? Um, sort of thing. And you can set boundaries with those people. It might work and it might not. And if it doesn't, you know, it's just the idea that from what I've read, it goes against what I believe. I'm changing my mind, though. You really shouldn't burn bridges with your friends either. So uh, they talked about a lot that the people who you lose t- 
or that you lose contact or like connection with or the people that are closest to you, which is so hard when one person changes and the other person is still back where they were. Mm -hmm. And so that is really, really hard. And so how do we set up boundaries so that you're not going to take away from what I'm doing now or to make me feel bad about my new life or to make me feel like less than or insecure. So just keeping it very casual. Keeping it cash. You know, that's small talk because Amy Baumgartner loves that shit. <laughs> not did even you, a little bit. Not even a little bit. No. Um, did you find it? I didn't, but I it, remember the gist of it. Go for it. Basically, they say um, that anyone who doesn't respect your boundaries doesn't really care about what you want. Like they have no, yeah, they're super feeling selfish. like they're just, they're just like, okay, yeah. you set this boundary, but I don't really give a shit that you said it because I don't really care about what you want. I know what I want. And yeah. that's just that. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I then, mean, it was more eloquently said. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. I tried really hard. <laughs> Burn those bridges down when... When is it appropriate? Only when it's dangerous, really. If someone's gaslighting you, go back and listen to that episode. I thought it was um, informative, and I'm not just being biased, but I think that when you start to lose your mind and you're thinking, even like, it could be work, it could be friends, it could be a partner where you're like, but wait, you walk out of a conversation and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, I now believe what you just said, but I walked in with a different thing, and now I'm so confused as to what's going on. That kind of person does not take boundaries well. So that's a peace out. Hell yeah. And then also, obviously, they talked a lot about physical boundaries if you're in danger, like if you have an abusive um, person in your life. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, you know, I'm going to have to say that they talked so much about the fact that we need to... Try the boundaries and quit burning the bridges. But wait, there's some fun quotes. Here we go. Keep burning those bridges. It's going to be lonely on that island of yours. That sounds pretentious. I would stay on an island by myself. I would myself. like that island. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't be sad there. No. No? I mean, I would need, like, Spotify and, and some books. What does that mean? Because it's, you're you're going to be, like, if you burn so no, many bridges. No, I just bridges, mean, like, what does that say about us that we want to be on the island? Oh. Introverts? Ooh. Empaths? I don't know. Anyone want to be on the island? Okay with that? No. No, we have us. a lot of extroverts I out mean, there. I mean, we're totally not cool with being on an island by ourselves either. Books? <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't burn bridges that you may have to cross later, or don't burn a bridge that... <laughs> And expect them to send a boat. <laughs> I really wanted my research to tell me to tell everybody to F off, but I can't. So here I am being proper and kind. Now, my research said that you, if for success, so in like a different oh, thing, like reaching true. goals, you got to burn some bridges with yourself. So it, basically what I did with this podcast, <laughs> which is there is no plan B. There's no plan B. This, this is, is all plan there is. This is plan A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Um, so that will keep you so motivated because there's nothing to fall back on that you will become successful and you will be able to reach those goals because yeah. that's it. That's your only option. 
It's either, yeah, oh, and they gave um, an example, and of course, I don't, I can't find what I did here. She so, left her um, notebook at home along I with did, her makeup. and I almost cried. Uh, <laughs> I love her. But they had an example of a, a war, don't ask me what war, um, and an army, I don't know who it was, and <laughs> lots of really good information here. Um <laughs> Unqualified. Yes, yes. And they took their boats across the river, and when they got to the other side, it, they burned the boats so that they had only their their only option was to die or win. And so they won that war. They that war. Details to further be in show notes. Yes. Do you love how we say that all the time? If you're an avid listener, we're like, it'll be in the show notes. Don't it'll worry. Be, don't worry. Ninety we'll percent of the time, we forget. Yeah, you got to call us out on that. <laughs> you said that you would put this in there. Yeah, we oh, forgot. Oh man. Okay. You want to get some questions? Yeah. All right. What is the one topic you most want to chat about on a future episode? You know mine. I already told you guys. I'm going to be that that uh, oh. guinea pig for, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I have two things that are kind of, I really want to do. One is I want to talk about being more than one thing. So our podcast is more than one thing. We have, uh, and in a sense, a person can be more than one thing. Like you don't have to just be this person who is an advocate for children and doing all of these things and um, for mental health, like you can also talk about like sex and orgasm and all of those sorts of things that make people uncomfortable because we say it so you don't have to. I can't believe you just said that. Thank you. Throat chakra. I almost said pussy. There it is. Woo! She did it. She did it. So, um, but we also are those people who have on people who are making great changes and striving for like doing all of these wonderful things for our community and for mental health. And, you know, it just can't be one thing. You just can't be one. I'm not one thing. I don't think any of you are one thing. And I feel like our jobs and our friends and our families expect us to just be one thing. So that's one thing. I want to talk talk about. And the other thing is, and this is going to be a very soon future episode because I'm excited to do it. Excited might be the wrong word. But I want to talk about the trip that Jesse and I took to um, Arizona because that was a fucking doozy. We had to go and uh, figure out what happened to my husband. So that was really hard. But there's some obviously lighthearted things in it. Because that's how we roll. So those are the two that I'm looking forward to doing. And Sarah's just going to go get... No, I also want to talk about some serious things, too. I mean, that's serious. That's what you said is just serious? It is. It is. Um, I want to talk with... I actually want to sit down with Lily, who's Amy's daughter, and talk about losing a parent. Um, Because I lost my dad. She lost her dad very different circumstances and we are very different people so i think like us giving to i would love that wildly different perspectives corner (laughs) because you two would have enough to say my daughter has a lot to say 
Um, I would love that. Yeah, I think that she would be wants. Cool. She has a lot she wants to tell people about grief um, as a child and um, the things not to say and the things you can say. And you know, even though she, just like the rest of us, even though she, we all look like we're okay, we're not. Yeah. And so that is going to be. Oh, I like that. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> Coming up in merch soon is the um, uh, what's the more you know star that says not okay today so that you can let people know the more you know, you know, I'm not okay today. So take it easy on me a little bit. Oh, oh my gosh. I forgot a story from the beginning. What? Holy shit. I wanted to talk about this. That made me think of it. I was uh, back to school shopping with Lily at Target, and I got so pissed off because Ooh. all of the shirts said, choose happy, oh. as if that's a fucking choice. Yeah. Like, you can choose love, but, like, you can't choose happy. Like, that just makes someone who has depression feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Because I can't wake up and just, like, choose it. If I could, I wouldn't have my problems. <laughs> Right. This podcast. I mean, just like, I don't know if you guys saw that reel that Amy did, but I also had a friend tell me recently that their boss asked, have you tried yoga? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh. We do yoga, but we're way past yoga, too. Yeah. I think (laughs) mental health in the workplace will be another topic to talk about. Hell yeah. So, sure. This is my favorite, Jess. Why are you two so fucking awesome? (laughs) Because we had a lot of people die and boobs fall off. Yes! (laughs) And we take a lot of medication. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's Um, not. (laughs) Not at all. It just seemed inappropriate, so I tried to back up a little bit. Listen, I think we are way past inappropriate. If you listen to all of our episodes. I know. What's your end goal of this podcast, Sarah? Oh, shit. Um, I would love to remove the stigma of mental health. I mean, that's just a worldwide thing, so no big deal. Um, We should be able to do that in a few years. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, obviously I want to remove the stigma, but lessen it at least a little bit and let people know they're not alone. Biggest thing. I hate feeling alone. Absolutely. I think that, and I feel like we've done that, so I want to be able to take it to more people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was packing my car, and I texted her, and I was like, well, I guess this is what a fucking passion project looks like. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's just so hard because it's so, re- it's so our purpose. Yeah. But it doesn't exactly, like, it's not lucrative. <laughs> No. So we hope to continue to do this. We want to take it to other cities. We really want to get the word out in our weird, twisted manner because I feel like people... It's wild and weird. Yeah. <laughs> wild and weird. I think that people are either one way or the other. They're not going to talk about it or it's super serious. Yeah. It's It's not. Like, I'm still a person. I'm still really fun, I think. You like, are I'm... so fun. I was looking at the audience. I was like, please say yes. Um, so I, you know, and, and funny and like silly and all of these things. But there are times where I will look at Mike and I'll be like, I'm not okay. Yeah. Like, I cannot get out of bed. Like, I'm not okay. There's nothing you can do. I can't choose happy. <laughs> Fuck off, Target. Um, I'm not okay. 
and it just happens and it's something with the chemicals in my brain and I, that's just the way it is. And so there's people out there who feel that who can't say it because they're just not in a position yet and they will be, but they're not in a position yet to say it. Like if someone had done this 10 years ago and I was listening to it, I would feel so less alone. Yeah. I don't know what, if my path would have been different as well because, or lessened a little bit and not so fucking long yeah. to get here. To like I mean, and then, you things. know, I have like a million ideas because now that I've tapped into my creative side, I'm like, this should be a business and this should be a nonprofit and we should do this. So, I mean, hopefully at least okay, I'm exercising my boundaries. <laughs> I'm, oh, do it alone. Oh man, I'll do it with you. <laughs> I guess I really hope too to expand it into something else. Yeah. And the more people we interview and the more people we know, there's just a lot of, um, I guess I want to say another thing about what I love is that every person that we've interviewed, I have felt better for knowing them. Yeah. And I wouldn't have done that had I not done this. Yes. I'm like, and they're all so different. So, okay. We, we interviewed, uh, Greg and Ryan. Yes. And then we interviewed Bay, Bay Savage. Savage. Okay? Like... Could not be further. Could not be further. <laughs> and if you don't listen to the podcast, so Greg and Ryan wrote a book about um, Mr. Rogers and the way that we can learn from his teachings. And it was beautiful. And I just thought, holy shit, I love yeah. these guys. And I'm so glad you're in my life. Yeah. Bay Savage is like owning her beauty and yeah. her... Uh, she calls it wholeness. Yeah. She's just out there. Yeah. And she's doing her thing and she's owning female sexuality and the fact that like that anyways, both of them, I'm like so happy that all three of them are in my world. I agree. And that we have a podcast that can like take all of those people in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, Jess. Um, <laughs> I would like to be on the today's show or good morning America. Damn, girl. <laughs> Let's do it. Put it out there. She it's in the universe now. I mean, you know, why not? I want to meet Brene Brown. <laughs> uh, we tried that. There Getting was like, we wrote clumps. an article and they promised us a lunch or something with our heroes. It didn't happen. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's wild and weird about Pittsburgh? The river smells. I'll never understand why people <laughs> jump in that river off your boat. That's disgusting. There's like bodies in there. Don't do that. <laughs> so gross. Stop. I really want to tell the story about Scott and Hampton. Do it. She said earlier, and it wasn't an appropriate time. Um, this is just going to show you a little bit about how we deal with things. We went camping, and it was lovely, sort of. It was lovely. It was different for us. And we're meeting all these new women, and we're talking about the podcast, and maybe you should tell, because I can't even get through it. Oh my God. So this is Amy's twisted sense of humor. She thinks it's really funny to do this to people. I do it so that Sarah can feel uncomfortable. <laughs> she makes me feel so uncomfortable every time she does it. She's telling this story about Scott, her husband, and... He had he, like, he had nothing to do for his comedy sketch. Like he was getting up on stage to do something. He had no material. So he, he, um, shaved male pattern baldness into his head. Yeah. So that he had material. Like that is commitment. Like super <laughs> commitment. And, but then um, it never grew back. 
It never grew back. <laughs> so kind of screwed himself. And there. he was like 22 when he did it. Yeah. <laughs> so this poor girl. She's like, oh, is he still doing comedy? And Amy says, oh, he's dead. <laughs> you and guys I was can like, laugh. I promise you. I said, she was like, stop doing that to people. <laughs> These poor, they're like in their early 20s. They're in their early like, 20s asking us for like advice on relationships. <laughs> and I'm like, there. girl, you don't even know what life's going to throw down your lane. Oh my gosh, you're the worst. Well, then I did it again too because we were making oh, bracelets. Yeah, she did it too. So I did. I, we were making bracelets with the, like, like we were at camp, like we were 13 and they had the little square letters, you know, and we put it on. And I made one that said quitter because. You if know. you see the quitters chair out there, there's a cookie. That's with in the real life. Chair. We have one. We have a quitters. You chair. You should all have quitters chairs in your home. You should. You don't have to do anything, and everybody has to bring everything to. There's you. rules. So you have a quitters chair. When you sit in the quitters chair, you are done. No one can ask you for anything, including children. And um, everybody has to wait on you. They ha- you have to wait on you. So if you want water, you, you grab a child or another person in your home, and you say, uh, "Look, they know because it's designated." And you'd be like, I need this, I need this. I love that we're it. ending on these, like, really, like, twisted fucking yeah. stories. <laughs> so, anyways, there's a quitter's chair. I made a quitter's bracelet, and I put it on my wrist here, where I have a tattoo from when I was in the hospital for suicidal ideation. So I have my semicolon here, and I had my quitter's bracelet right here. And I was like, do you think it's inappropriate that I put quitter underneath my suicide tattoo? <laughs> And all those girls were like, oh you can laugh. Oh my God. They were so freaked out by yeah. us. It they was, were, oh, it was bad. It was good though. It's fine. Life teaches you all sorts of shit. Ooh, can I share some epic, uh, burning bridge stories? You can. And then I feel like we should be done so they can take more selfies. Yeah. 830. And we've been talking for an hour. All right. Steven Slater from JetBlue. Um, he was a frustrated flight attendant and over the PA system on an airplane at JFK airport, he says to the passenger who just called me a motherfucker, fuck you. I've been in this business 28 years and I've had it. And then he opened the plane door exiting via the escape chute. <laughs> that is burning a bridge. <laughs> That's the best bridge burning story ever. <laughs> Okay, Carol Bartz from Yahoo. Um, she was the former chief executive officer. She was speaking about Yahoo's board in an interview with Fortune magazine. <sighs> These people fucked me over. Now they're going to try to show that they're not the doof- doofuses that they are. Who says doofuses? Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's going to be the new Carol. New Carol. Karen. Carol Karen, Baskin. Carol. Sorry, I can't say Carol without saying Baskin, but Baskin. go on. I, I work for Stitch Fix. I have a customer, a client, and her name is Carol Baskins. I, I bet she's a real peach to she's, style. She's, it's not her, but every time I, I see it. And I think I'm the only, me and my husband are the only people in America who did not watch Tiger King. So we only know. Oh, Nicole, what did you, you do during COVID if you didn't watch that? Uh, I colored a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, give us more stories. All right, Rosie O'Donnell on The View. I didn't know this happened. Um, she had an on-air feud with co-host Elizabeth yes. Hasselbeck. 
Because anybody know about that? Prompted her to resign. She just said, I never tried harder to be friends with someone than I did with her, but I don't think we ever got there or anywhere close. So that was her interview. That's boring, Rosie. You could be madder than that. But those were our epic. I should have ended on Steven Slater. Ended on Steven Slater. Steven Slater is my new hero, and I'm going to get a T-shirt with that quote. Yes, so good. And I want I want to exit through an airport door shoot, emergency shoot after being like, "Fuck you!" Yes, like that is amazing. But like that's how I feel about so many things in my life. I just want to like have that dramatic exit. Yeah. The people with cameras catching it. Oh my gosh, that'd be so amazing. But we're not going to people. No. We're gonna have boundaries. We're gonna have. We're gonna go for boundaries. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, guys. Yes. For joining thank us you. tonight. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you for Woo. sticking it out with our weird asses. Yes. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you. you for coming out. Woo.